Kansas Memory, a Kansas State Historical Society podcast featuring glimpses of Kansas history from documents in the Library and Archives collections. The Memorial Day holiday, originally called Decoration Day, evolved after the end of the Civil War. It became a day when people put flowers on the graves of soldiers in their local cemeteries and held ceremonies honoring the sacrifices of fallen soldiers. With this in mind, this podcast will feature the diary of Martha Farnsworth and her entries concerning the Great War, later known as World War I. Martha Van Orsdal Farnsworth was born in Iowa in 1867. Her mother died when she was young and her father remarried. Martha moved to Topeka in 1887. She had an unhappy first marriage to a man named Johnny Shaw, who was an alcoholic. Martha's only child was born during this marriage, but she died when she was six months old. Johnny died about a year later in 1893. Martha's second marriage to Fred Farnsworth was a happy one. Fred was a postman, so they lived on a modest income. Martha, with some assistance from Fred, taught a Sunday school class of boys at the First Christian Church in Topeka. Martha moved up a grade each year with her class, and the boys in the Sunday school class became her family. As the boys grew older, Martha organized parties for the young men and their girlfriends, and even an annual summer camping trip. These young men were enlistment age when the United States joined the World War in 1917. On June 5, 1917, Martha participated in what she called a patriotic parade in downtown Topeka. Tuesday the 5th, a storm-tossed day, both by the elements and by one's own heart, for this is conscription day, the day all between 21 and 31 must register for war. This morning I finished making a British flag and hung it out with old glory and the French flag. Right after dinner, I went to the Capitol office, 8th and Jackson, and met other members of the Good Government Club and went into the big patriotic parade. About 3,000 automobiles in the parade, 800 being Fords. I rode with Mrs. Norman Keller, Mrs. Lee Monroe, Mrs. J.D. McFarland, and Miss Kate Toman. Parade was big and fine. Heavy, sultry day with few sprinkles of rain. I got home about 5 o'clock and kept an eye on the clouds. They were so angry and coppery looking. Fred got home about 6 o'clock after a hard wind, hail, lightning, and rain. Then I went to milk and coming to house saw a great patch of blue sky. And in five minutes, storm was so bad, we hurried to the cellar. Soon over, and we saw a couple of funnels hanging from the clouds that had just swept over. Everything indicated a bad storm somewhere near. The sun came out, shining gloriously, and the atmosphere fresh, cool, delightful. But a report has reached Topeka that Minokin, Elmont, and other places destroyed by cyclone. By the fall of 1918, the war was going well for the United States. Martha's entries for several days in September give a sense of attitudes on the home front and her efforts to support her boys. In these entries, Martha refers to her husband, Fred, as Teddy. Thursday the 19th, a splendidly cool day, such a relief from the heat. I went to a meeting of the Good Government Club this afternoon at YWCA. I am its president, and not much need be expected of the club during my term of office, as, because of jealousies, I must always keep drawn back within myself, like a tortoise in a shell. If I personally make too much of a fight for any good thing, there are those who would quickly dump my good husband out of a job, and we have got to live. 
so I must work very humbly and quietly within bounds. Well, we had a goodly meeting this afternoon and voted A on some very good things. One, against German being spoken anywhere outside of their own homes. Another, to employ the wives of soldiers who are capable as teachers in our schools. When I came home this evening, I hastened to feed and milk the cow, prepared supper for my good teddy. Then while he ate, I hurried to finish putting more stars and two triangles on the church service flag. And without supper myself, Teddy and I hurried to prayer meeting at the church where Brother Burke preached his goodbye sermon and was pleased to see a triangle on the service flag for him. Tuesday the 24th. Cousin Belle Van Orstall married today to Jean Strimple in Manhattan, Kansas. A good day. War news grew better every day. Hope our boys and the Allies soon put the finishing touches to the dirty Huns. Wrote letters all day to my boys, my beloved Sunday school boys, over there. Another beautiful day, and I stayed indoors to write letters to my beloved boys somewhere in France. Wrote all day. It is a joy to read the papers these times, for our boys and the Allies are winning such glorious victories over the accursed Huns. Oh, that the Hun race might be annihilated. Martha continued to be involved in home front activities and supporting her boys. These next few entries from October 1918 also reflect that Martha was a woman of strong opinions that she frequently expressed in her diary. Wednesday the 9th, a warm, half-cloudy day. I walked down to 1220 Polk Street this afternoon to call on Mrs. Thomas Clements, the mother of one of my boys over there. I took a snapshot of her to send him. I had never met nor seen her before, a very pleasant little lady. Our schools, churches, theaters, etc. all closed today noon because of the influenza epidemic. Not bad yet, just afraid it will be, so this wise precaution. My sister Mary Gilbert is 50 years old today. Fred Brackett is 21 today. Wilma Farnsworth is 19 today. Busy sewing stars on service flag for a good government club today. Thursday the 10th, a pretty autumn day with the gold and bronze and brown in the falling leaves. But so busy with my indoor affairs, I have hardly had time to glimpse through the windows the beauties of autumn working on the GG club service flag and writing letters to my boys over there. Friday the 11th, another pretty day, all shimmery, Indian summer. Finished the service flag and did many odds and ends of work. War news better every day. Germans are licked, but the stubborn brutes won't give up. Need a little more beating and we'll sure get it. I don't want any peace except that brought by a thorough beating and no armistice. Let our Yankee boys keep them on the run until they give up and admit defeat with unconditional surrender. On November 7, 1918, Martha describes events in Topeka, including animosity toward the German ruler, once the community learned that the Germans were going to surrender on November 11th. Thursday the 7th, cold and rainy, and word came at noon or 11.30 that peace had been declared and the bells rang, guns were fired, people quit work and simply went crazy with joy. I was home alone when I heard first whistle just before one o'clock, but knew instinctively it meant peace, so hung out my flag and went down on my knees and thanked God. Teddy did not get home to dinner, so I dressed and went to town. 
The streets were a jam of people and noise, joyful, happy noise. The Kaiser was hung in effigy at 8th and Kansas Avenue and shot to pieces, and someone else had a Kaiser tied behind their automobile and dragged, kicked, beat, shot, etc. It seemed impossible for the people to find ways enough in which to show their joy over peace declaration and their hatred of the Kaiser, the fiend incarnate. And this evening we hear that two speeding automobiles crashed together about 5 o'clock at 7th and Topeka Avenue and hurt many people, two among them our lovely Catherine and Betty Harmon, a sad ending to a hilariously happy day. But tonight the noise of a spontaneous peace demonstration continues. We are staying at home, however, content in the day's happiness. Martha writes of a second celebration on November 11, 1918, when the Germans formally surrendered. A big, big parade, made up of everything imaginable. Noise and bands and people, wholly indescribable. Noise pounded out of everything that noise could be pounded out of. Every kind of whistle and bells, strings of old tin cans, hoops and howls and yells, big and little, old and young, every color and nationality and the street jammed, going in every direction, everyone hilariously happy, because we lit the Kaiser. We helped with America's best young men. Flags, flags, flags everywhere. Oh, it was all wonderfully thrilling and wholly indescribable. Began at 3 o'clock this morning and continued until midnight. Tonight, Teddy and I went to the Orpheum after supper to see the war pictures and see John Barrington and Lois Meredith in movies. Thank God for peace, and may it be an everlasting peace. As we know, Martha's wish for everlasting peace was not granted. However, Americans continue to honor those who have fought and died in all wars on Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and throughout the year, and to support those fighting on behalf of our country. This has been a Kansas Memory, a Kansas Historical Society podcast. The documents used in this podcast are from Kansas Memory, a virtual repository of primary sources from our collections. The URL for this website is www.kansasmemory.org.